This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by Muck Delivery, bringing you the food you love. Muck Delivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result... You'll always be winning with muck delivery, just like Leicester City this season. So the only thing left to say is, you win. Order now on the McDonald's app, and you can also get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants 18 plus. Rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. I'm Adam Rippon, Olympic figure skater turned media superstar. And I'm Danielle Young. I'm a journalist, host, and all-around content queen. On our new show, Normalize This, we've discussed whether or not ideas, trends, and behavior should be normalized in everyday society. Subscribe to Normalize This for new episodes every week. Available to listen on all popular podcast platforms. Pew, pew, pew. didn't happen in 49, 61, 63 or 69 when they reached the final. But the class of 2021 have delivered. Leicester City are FA Cup winners at last and are history makers at Wembley. Hello, Matt Elliott here. Hi, Alan Smith here. Hey guys, Ian Hume here. Hi everybody, Jerry Taggart here. Be sure to watch. Chris and Leicester Till I Die TV. For all the latest Leicester City news and information. You can also subscribe on YouTube and various social media channels. For the latest updates and news on Leicester City Football Club. Come on, you foxes! The Leicester Till I Die shop is now open. For all your Leicester Till I Die merchandise, visit the Leicester Till I Die shop at our website. They have blown their rivals away. City. 
Leicester Till I Die TV. Your first choice for everything Leicester City. Tune in and join in now. Right, Chris. All right. How the devil are we all? Look, I've been practicing it. Now, I can't do it as good as this guy. I can't. It's time for the smug face. It's not often we've been able to do that this season. Listen, look, Leicester City 4, Randers 1, and if anybody's clipping, you may want to clip this because you haven't heard me say this all season and you may not hear me say it for the rest of the season, but come close. Come, come here. Come here, come here, come here, come here. Vestergaard didn't have a bad game. I know. I know, I know, I'm sorry, and I'm sure Brad is going to tell me off for uttering those terrible words, but he did actually have a good game. This is Lester Till I Die. If you're watching us on YouTube, thank you very much, Lester Till I Die TV. Please give us a subscribe. You can catch up, and if you're listening on Catch Up on any of our podcast platforms, they're all up at the top there. They're just there. Please um, follow us on there, and I thank you. This is where you can find us. On your favourite podcast platform, or ask your smart speaker to play the podcast Lester Till I Die. Subscribe, like, follow, and join in now. Normally, at this point, I would play sort of the intro for the actual show that we're doing, which is the European post match show. Thought I'd do something a little bit different. Um, if you're not subscribed to the channel, like I say on YouTube, please do Lester Till I Die TV. If you're watching it last night, we did a quiz. And I would like to say a football quiz. Um, I know Brad wouldn't call it a football quiz because there was no offside questions in there. Um, There's no shirt sponsorship. No, there wasn't just one. There wasn't just one, Brad. Um, I just want you. I just want you. <laughs> I'm just going to play you a little clip. You can see the whole show on Leicester Till I Die under... Can't follow that one. Dick Paradise oh, or Rod Fanny? <laughs> uh, the correct answer is Rod Fanny. He used to play for Marseille. Oh, yeah. You know your Fanny. Oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Don't you just love to see a Manchester United player put his foot in it. Well, I don't know if you can... Can you see me? Because my screen has just gone really black. So I hope you can see me. Um, and like I said, if you want to see more, there was, it was nearly two hours of a quiz last night. If you want to see, see more, Less Until I Die TV, subscribe, and it is uh, under the quiz heading. JB, good evening. How the devil are you? Um, yes, yeah, we are back. Let's get the clappers on it. Oh, indeed. 
Nearly got it right. Get the clappers out for the ladies. That's what I say. Turf Moore else. Anton Decker back on the box this weekend. Stuff from Rather Watch Chris Florian smashing the YouTube scene. Thanks very much, Dan. How the devil are you, sir? Niall, good evening. How are you? Uh, Mike. Sorry, mate. <laughs> a serious stream, maybe, but I just had to get you on there. Um, Niall, uh, Saturday night takeaways back with Big Ant and Wee Deck. Well, I suppose you got Big Chris and Wee Brad. Well, when I say we, we'd have to ask somebody else about that, wouldn't we? Spencer Knight, KDH was superb. Um, I would rather play Nacho on Sunday. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm not saying that. I am not saying that, Mike. Uh, David, good evening, sir. How the devil are you? Uh, let's bring my co-host in and say good evening. And there I am. I disappeared, but I'm back because Jesus is here. Good evening, Brad. How are you? I'm, I'm very happy, mate. I'm, I'm very pleasantly surprised for a change to the Leicester post-match in recent weeks. Uh, so we're... Not a lot to really complain about tonight, except for, you know, Leicester's customary goal, but we can forgive that tonight. Well, we can in hindsight now, at the yeah. end of the 90 minutes. Yeah. At half-time, I wasn't. No, at half-time, definitely not. But I, I still, that was probably, like you said earlier tonight, it's been a while since we've been able to look back with the old cute smug face, nod of approval over a yeah. Leicester win. And that was probably the first time, again, for, for a long time, that I've sat there and kind of gone, Oh, well, typical Leicester go and concede 45th minute. But I never actually felt like I was I wasn't nervous about that second half at all because it I will say this nicely, and I don't ever like to try and besmirch any league, especially one I don't know about. I can never comment on the quality of football, it's just not right to do so if you don't know anything about it at all. But if that's the best that Randers have got, we've got no worries in Denmark with a three goal cushion, especially with no away goal rule. That, yeah. that helps pivotal as well. Because if there's a way goal rule, maybe you think you've got to make sure you at least get a goal. But I don't even see us drawing away and from there's home. No, alone, there's it? no VAR until the final. Yeah, which so, I don't understand. It's, you know, it's like the FA Cup thing, isn't it? For me, I, I'm, yeah. I'm agreeing with people that say if it's not at one ground, it shouldn't be at any of them or it should be at all of them. You know, you mm. can facilitate for grounds for a one-off occasion. So I don't understand why it's not plausible. Um, but I just don't have it in the final then. If you're not going to have it for our, why have it in the final? But hey, hey we move. Media man, good evening. Check what the odds are uh, for Randers to beat us 5 0. Uh, yeah, I think you might get a good a good oh, return media on that. Media man, how, how are South End doing in their league, mate? Oh, is he, he a South End fan? Is he? Is he a South End fan? Well, well, I can't say well. anything about that because I don't know, but I presume they are uh, they're not doing very well. I just want to it's say it's... something here because a lot of people that have followed me for the last 10 years have known sort of Leicester till I die and the sort of posts that I put up. You'll often say that I, I'm saying like it was like watching Brazil. Well, I didn't actually quote that for Leicester City. It was quoted back in 1973, and it was this week, and Leicester City were likened to Brazil by the national press after winning 4-0 at Luton. And it included that oh, amazing Kieran goal. Will love that news, won't he, then? <laughs> Kieran Dewsbury Hall will love that news, won't he, saying that <laughs> yeah. team he was alone at? Yeah, but I tell you what, Keith Weller scored that amazing goal. But that second half... It was. I mean, we'll come. We'll go through the match properly in a second. But that second half was an excellent performance. 
Oh, it's exactly what you needed. It's exactly what we needed. Any, anyone that probably like yourself was sat there, you know, nervous, thinking, well, we did really well that first half, but if we do that, could we end up? Because remember what happened with League of Warsaw at home until we eventually got the goals, the, the, you know, the goals to kill it off. Uh, they got that penalty, didn't they, when it was 2-0. Yeah. Um, but, no, we needed a performance. We needed to see it. We got it. So I'm, I'm very happy. And like I said, I, I feel a lot more relaxed about the return leg. I know there's Wolves still to come and that's going to be a totally different ball game. But sometimes, you, sometimes like we, we, we all say, Chris, you have to take who you're playing out of the equation. It can't be helped that we got that no. we were bad enough, if you want, to put it negatively, that we were too, weren't good enough to stay in Europa League. So, you know, it's not Rangler's fault that, you know, they were drawn against us, but you need to get a victory like that. And I almost felt that we needed that victory tonight. I think Leicester on full confidence, if we'd have only won that game 2-0, we wouldn't have really been that bothered for yeah. that 2-0. It's all right, it's still done. But given circumstances at the club, I think that's the result that Leicester have just been hoping we could get nailed on. You know, we were, mm. felt I mean, aggrieved we by the West Ham. We performance ball. like that. Um, yeah. And of course, um, it came with a cost of two brilliant injuries. Like, yes, still, like, yeah. you know, well, it, we didn't get a few injuries, would yeah. it? But we yeah. needed a performance like that. Um, but I'm, I'm going to come on to the But Terry, I'm going to say, and not often I argue with you, Terry. Um, uh, Media Man is still clinging on to the 100% win rate against Man United. Um, Jack Linton, what a game. KDH, man of the match for me. Absolutely brilliant. Now, Terry. I've got to, I mean, I, I've come on and said, to me, that was probably Vestergaard's best game in a blue shirt. I'm going to be honest with you. Not that he had a lot to better, if, if we are honest. But I'm going to have to say to you there, okay, Vestergaard found his true level tonight. So I'm going to tear that argument, Terry, and I'm going to say that Tillemans found his true level when we lost to Forrest. So therefore, Tillemans is only a League One player. Schmeichel found his limit when we lost to Forest 4. Oh, no, he didn't play, did he? But you see, I mean, you see what I'm saying, Terry? If I date yours, then Tillemans is a League One player. Let's, for once, be not like a normal Leicester fan. Let's give some credit where credit is deserved because you can only play who is against you. And I'm sorry, we could not beat a championship side that's been down to the third tier in an FA Cup game that we should have been well up for, and we had a really, really strong team out. So all those players, Terry, I'm going to take your example here and say they were all they were all League One, lower championship, League One level. That's what we're saying. Um, Mike, we're going to go through the game uh, uh, now. I mean, it started off, you can only play out who's in front of you, but what, what did you think of the uh, the team selection? I mean, there's no Luke Thomas. Uh, I mean, I put out, I put out a tweet saying, "Tell me you've got no wing fit wing backs without telling me you've got no fit wing backs available." Because <laughs> you know, I mean, yeah, look, I know, I know, um, All Brighton has done a great, stellar job when he's done a standing role. Um, strange yeah. on the left tonight, not the right. I thought he'd go there, but then Daniel Marty is traditionally a right back. You know, he has played that position for Garner, and he has played that for us before, although. I do remember when he was going through that centre-back, right-back, central defensive mid-player, he was jack-of-all-trades and good at none at that point. Talk about had a career. A great game well, he had a great game today. Yeah, yeah. yeah literally what I was saying there, Chris. Talk about a career that's turned on his head in a Leicester shirt over the last yeah. six or so months. Fair credit, yeah. credit to them. But again, 
I'm, I'm not actually sick of saying it this time because it actually worked. I looked at that lineup and thought, this is a lineup. It's as strong as a lineup as probably po- humanly possible given everything that's going on. Um, let's get out of them. Let, let's let's mm. prove that this is the right team to to give the give the fans what they needed and kind of just to back what you needed. I think the yeah. entirety of this squad, not just the fans and the club itself, but I think the entirety of the squad, the individual players, uh, needed this yeah. result tonight. Not just Vestergaard, but Casper, Amati. Because even though we point out some individual brilliances in these frustrating times, they mm. needed a lift like this. They needed to get a big, comfortable win and send everyone happy. So we go into Sunday... Really feeling up, for, not just up for Wolves, yeah. but feeling more confident we can get a better positive result about yeah. Wolves. We, we we know that we couldn't take this game lightly. Uh, cough Newport, cough Wickham Wanderers, cough Nottingham Forest. So, you know, you, you couldn't take this lightly because you didn't know. So the fact that we, you know, this is what we should have done in fairness against Forest. But I was watching it, I was watching it with my son. He came around and we had a, a, a beer or two. Well, we didn't. We had a takeaway, actually. But it doesn't sound as cool, does it? Um, Where was my order? I would have loved a pizza, mate. Could have just sent it my way. Kentucky, mate. Kentucky. Uh, yes, it, chicken it, burger it, it is then, next yeah, time. It wasn't. It, it, it wasn't. I thought about complaining. It was a bit foul, to be honest with you. Oh, God. You, be, uh, you know what, yeah, though? Do. You know what? You'd be pecking heads, mate. That's all you'd be doing. Hey. <laughs> That's about right for the <laughs> That's about right. But you know, he went he said he went into he said, Dad, he said, I really want Vestergaard to have a good game. I feel sorry for him because you know he's come in, uh he's had he's had his injuries, he's not played in the regular back four. You know, like I said the day I could Jamie nine defenders that we've had injured at some point. Um, he needs a good game just to get his confidence back. And I tell you what. He had that confidence. He was coming out and he was playing some good balls out of defence. Yeah. Um, you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna give a little credit to our number one subscriber, Chris, because he clearly watches this show. You're right, Brendan. How you doing, mate? Because it's <laughs> almost like it's almost like he's disbanded what he's been trying to implement. And there's nothing wrong with what he tried to implement. He he tried to implement <laughs> He tried, yeah, he tried to implement a plan. Sorry, <laughs> you lost me there. Uh, he tried to implement a plan B, which was a sideways passing, trying to make Leicester more methodical and break teams down slowly. And, you know, he's right within his job to try and implement that at Leicester. It hasn't worked. He's now gone back to the way it works. You know, like I said weeks ago, cheers, Brendan, for listening. When I said that sometimes a team has a way and that's the best to get, that's the way you'll get the best out of it, the way they're doing yeah. it. And it's almost as if, a, this is the sort of game we brought Vestergaard for, you know, a, a Europa League game against an opposition of this calibre. So he could have these games to build his confidence and get settled in instead of having to play Wolves on the opening day of the season, Man City's, etc. Which is not what he was brought in for, if he's being honest. That's not what we brought him in for. Yeah. If, you know, the injuries weren't happening. And also, you know, you, you, you then look at it and you say, free-flowing football, fast-paced old Leicester from like the second, mm. well, the majority of the well, the end of the first half and then the second half against West Ham, it seems like Brendan's gone. All right, lads, fair dues, fair dues. Whatever the reason is, that's you can't adapt to a new way. I, I'm happy to go back to the way that works. And mm. who knows? Who knows? 
Because you're right, he did play. He had a great game. He played some killer passes out yeah. from the back. So, you know, he summed it up there. You know, as my son said this as well. You know, listen, everybody is all over. Sorry, listen, everybody's all over KDH when people pray. Uh, is all over KDH, but when people praise Vestergaard, it's oh look at the level exactly. that's using exactly. KDH. You know, you could say you know any of. I say I will, all I will say is two words, and that's Nottingham Forest. And yeah. you know, and, it, and again, sorry, go on, Chris, go on. No, 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 carry on, carry on. I was just going to say, and again, just so people don't get a heart train, if that was Iosie Perez that had played a full 90 minutes and put on a stellar performance, I wouldn't be sitting here with my usual yeah. tangent about Perez. I'd gladly sit here and go, well played. So, well played, Vestergaard. Well played, everybody. But, yeah. you know what, for the stick he's been given, fair yeah. play. I, I've given a stick to Vestergaard as much as the next man. Um, but it's justified as well. It has been justified. Yeah. We're, yeah. Not, we're not willing. Yeah. We're not we're not one of them channels that just does it to get on the bandwagon. No, we, no, no. We, 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 I mean, I know. I said, you know, my son. His first question is, is in or out, Dad? And I went. He's obviously about Brendan Rodgers. And I went, well, in. And you know, he agreed with me. And I said, it doesn't stop me criticizing him, but it no, doesn't, doesn't mean that I want him to leave. Um, yeah. And it's the same with Vestergaard. Have a bad game, we will criticize him. Has a bad. Um, uh, you know, make some stuff. I mean, he got blamed for their goal, and we're going to come on to that because I don't think it was particularly his fault. But you know, I just think you know, with a player, you've got to, you know, you've got to, you can look at individual mistakes, but you've also got to look at the overall position that they're in. So credit to credit due to Wilfred, um, to Wilfred, to to to, to Vestergaard, it was a good game. Starting off, I mean, we we're at it, we we're up for it from the start. Um. Oh. Uh, and I wouldn't have had Indeedy down for the first goal scorer. <laughs> no, I don't think anyone won a lot of money on betting on an, if I don't think a lot of people would have betted on that. So I, I'm sure the bookies had a lot of money to intake from first goal scorer. But uh, yeah. he does get a few good goals, doesn't he? He kind of reminds you of Christian Fuchs. He does pop up with yes. a few nice ones every so often. And 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 I think you know, in in fairness, you know, indeed, that's probably the closest he's ever actually been to the goal when he scored one. <laughs> yeah, there's that point as well, isn't there? Yeah. I mean, but I mean, their man of the match was their goalkeeper. I mean, it's four-one. It should have been eight-nine-one easily, but their goalkeeper yeah. was suddenly. I mean, where 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 did that performance from him come from? Well, I mean, he had to, did he? Didn't he? And normally, what you do see in in these divisions uh, uh, with these teams is is their their keepers are, are used to probably having to make a few saves a game. Uh, yeah. It's probably quite open. Uh, I think that's nothing against the caliber or quality of it. I'm just saying it just mm -hmm. normally seems to be how it's played in them divisions. Again, very limited knowledge, very limited watching of it. But from what I have seen of their leagues uh, in in that area, in them areas, seems to be the case and. You know, you kind of ex you were kind of thinking, well, if Leicester don't test this keeper about twenty times tonight, which we did in the end, to be perfectly yeah. honest, then you know there's something wrong. And you know, credit where it's due. Just, you know, he's you know, people might come on here and say, oh, well done, you beat Randers four-one. Nobody knows who they are. Well, the professional football side will have you know that have won trophies in their league and are just as a high caliber of getting into Europe as the next team. So we're, we're just the same as we are. Yeah. yeah. You know, I mean, they've probably got just as many European campaigns as we have. So, yes. who are we? To, who are we to suddenly have our noses in the air at a team uh, for, just because they're from, De you know, from Denmark? And yes. to be honest with you, 
they, they, they came here with the mentality that any team would in their situation. They're away from home. They know the difference in calibre between their league and the Premiership. They mm. know they, that if they could maybe hold in and keep themselves in, and let's not forget they came in at half-time level, that they may mm. have felt the chance that they could have limited the damage or even snuck a draw, given our form recently. Uh, and, and, and thankfully for us, we never let our foot off the gas. We didn't let that goal affect us. Mm. And they probably... In the nicest respect to them, they will probably play that second leg, leg trying not to lose it. Unless they get an early goal, I do not see them going all out because they know we'll kill them off. Yeah. No, you know, you said it could have been eight, eight or nine tonight. If they try and play all out attack against us from the off and we play the way we did tonight, then it will be eight or nine. Yeah, Mike, you may you off. may come on here with your knowledge when it suits you, but you had no idea where Deportivo Wanka were from, did you? No, you didn't. So don't you be coming on here. Don't you be coming on here thinking like you're showing off <laughs> that we know the information. Yeah, you got that wrong in the quiz. Yeah, you know. he don't know anything about his Danish pastries because he likes an FNNI too much, doesn't he? See, I spoke <laughs> happy, Chris. Oh, well, let's hope you don't get a flaky one of them, eh? But <laughs> moving on quickly, can't believe you said that. Um, I can't believe you said that. Should kill you. My, my son turned to me and, and we sort of nodded to each other because we both knew what we were going to say was, like, here we are, we are dominating the first half and we their goalkeeper is saving everything that is thrown at him. Um, Challenge is know, We know we're going to let a goal in. We know yeah. we're going to let a goal in. And guess what happened? We let a goal in. Now, every... <laughs> now, now, Michael. Now, now, I can't read that out. Um, <laughs> the Old Brighton slipped over yeah. and left it in. And at half time, uh, you had Emil and Robbie uh, on with Jermaine, and Emil and Robbie were the so called experts. And they were saying that, well, Emil was saying that it should have been cut off at source, which is kind of meaning, I think, you know, that Vestergaard should have stopped him because Vestergaard was the was the person there. Um, and, you know, he did, I think, because he was in the box, he did what he could do because he had to put his hand behind, because he couldn't put, keep his hands out because it would have been a penalty then. So he actually made yeah. himself thin, but... I don't think you can blame Vestergaard wholly for all of that. All Brighton slipped. It went past Vestergaard. Schmeichel could have probably done better with it. Yeah, look, and at the end of the day, this is the one thing. If you could have predicted anything from this game, apart from an injury to Leicester's back line of some sort, again, mm. um, obviously we're hoping Soren Chu isn't. Yeah, I'm just looking for an update on anything on that. I mean, he, he, again, like, like JJ, he went off it. Unaided. Hopefully, it's just a jardine or something that he landed on. Funny, but if there's one thing you could guarantee, it was Leicester were going to concede a goal, like you said, Chris. And at the end of the day, the thing is, is it was probably the only blotch on what I thought was a very commanding performance by us, and that was, and it's something you can't afford against. And it just your proof is in the pudding with us tonight. You cannot afford to switch off at any time, and we did. We probably had 30 seconds of a lapse of concentration over 45, well, four, well, plus the one minute that was added on, 46 minutes. We probably switched off for 30 seconds and it cost us dearly. And in a way, I, I feel like we needed that because it made the lads go, right, well, the job's not going to do itself. 
we have to, you know, we're not going to autopilot this one. We're going to have to make sure the job's done, 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 and we don't give them a second goal. Uh, first well, of all, done, done. is that know. a bit like Mickey Flanagan's out out? Yeah, it's out out, mate. We've got to make sure it's out. out. <laughs> it's done, done. It's done, done. I won't even come out. I've got to read these out because it's a long time since I've read comments like this on Sky about Leicester. Uh, Jewsbury Hall helps Foxes rediscover Ruthless Streak. Oh, it's good to read these out. And Leicester East comfortable win versus Randers. I mean, go on. No, go on, go on. Go no, on sorry. I was gonna I was say, it's great, it's great to read read those things. Uh, I can't discover any news about the injuries. If anybody's got any um, on that, I don't. I didn't see what happened to Madis, Madison because. Um, I don't think the camera was on it, but he, he he collapsed. It's very worrying because you know there were medical staff were sort of checking his pulse and what have you, so that was worrying. Um, and it, it was quite a lengthy lengthy injury, and he went off and he did go straight to the medical room. So um, if anybody's got any updates on that, Kalga, I think it, apparently the the sign that he made, which is like that or something, my son said means it was an impact injury. And yeah, I think it was it like probably, a, almost like a dead leg. So I, I can't yeah, see there like being a problem with that. The way it seems to happen, it's almost like he's jarred his knee, and that's why he, yeah. it's like a defensive signal to say, ah. And I think they just thought, looking at the time, you, yeah. you know, kind of get yeah, off. Yeah. But what, what I will say as well, before anyone, any any keyboard warriors getting there and typing, oh, look at these two getting hyped over Randers. Let's just remind us that the team that are far superior than us, Chris, we must remember this from the wise man that cometh with advice of Chris Sutton, that Celtic reserves couldn't beat a team that haven't even picked their fucking name yet. 3-1, Sutton, 3-1. There, there, yeah. there, there you go, mate. There you go, mate. Clip it and send it to him. That's 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 what that's what Celtic reserves lost to. They're the better. Indeed. And I'm just looking for it. And I have to, I have to give you this, Brad. Because, yeah, I was thinking exactly the same as St. Celtic. You said it all, mate. I can't add anything to that. Um, well, mate. Yeah. <laughs> you can only beat who's out in front of you. And at the end of the day... Unless you're Celtic. Can I just say... <laughs> yeah, unless you're Celtic, yes. But can I just say, Tottenham would have loved to be in our position tonight. Arsenal would have been loved to have been in our position tonight. Still in with a chance to win a trophy and still in Europe. So... You know, yeah. let's just let's just remember that. And like I say, if we win the inaugural, and we are six to one joint favourites with Roma, if we can win the inaugural, I think it's just about that it's called the Conference League. That doesn't do it any favours whatsoever. Um, but yeah. if we can, we, we will be again history makers. Mike, you know I could rely on you. We do, um, we do making history, don't we? We do. Love yeah, it. yeah. So we choose a knee injury, and Madison has recovered apparently. So that's yeah. great news. Thank you, Mike. I say he may not know his uh, his deportivos, but he knows his injuries. <laughs> and of course, of course, that man, uh, that man, media man. Yeah, it does depend on the form. Yeah. But like I said, the others as favourites to win the Europa League. So let's not read any too much into that. Second yeah. half. And earlier I quoted, it was like watching Brazil. I mean, that second half was just this was like it was like turning the clock back. Yeah, and not too not too long ago either, really. It mm. was like 
Leicester City in their prime form of last season and the season before. It was like Leicester City yeah. on their road to Wembley when they lifted a cup. Sorry, Spurs fans. So, so, sorry, I don't. I know you don't know what that is, but if you check the dictionary, you know it, it, it's it's a piece of silverware that's awarded teams that win finals. When, when like, we. Spurs, when we brexited, I didn't mean that you had to as well, just in sympathy. You know what I mean? That was the country. You could have carried on. You didn't have to jump out of the uh, the conference league, but you did. So there we go. Um, you've injured your Deportivo. Yes, do, do please. That 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 show went on for about an hour longer than it should have done. But um, there we go. It was well worth it. But it second took half, for the first round, mate. <laughs> yeah, well, everybody was uh, Mike and whatever were asking questions. Anyway, going back to the, going back to the win, we need to talk about the fact that we've won. We haven't done it that often this season. Um, no, no. So we've got. Uh, the second half, we just conceded that goal. It was interesting to see what Leicester then came out because we know, yeah. you know, you never, you didn't know yeah. with Leicester this season, um, and and you know, we've come out and scored a very early goal, but we've also come out and conceded a very early goal in the second half. It was good. It was the uh, it was the former. Um, I think it was um, quite an advantage that we didn't have VAR tonight, shall I say? Well, I, I mean, a little bit, but I, I, I actually think, I mean, I haven't had a chance. You know, I'm going to do a Wenger. I didn't see it. I didn't see it <laughs> in the replay. But I think, actually, he's Dakar originally for his goal. He's just on side. May I just say, may I just say, Edward who? Fans that wanted Edward over Dakar. Just saying. Yeah. Anyway. But no, Harvey Barnes gets us off to a flyer, and I, it, it, you know it's exactly the tonic that was needed for this, like you said, Chris. Because mm. again, I, I was sat there thinking this is strange. This reminds me of a performance from last season, where even though we were level at half time, I wasn't even fearing as drawing this game, let alone potentially losing it. And and they played like that. They did. Randers would have came out in that second half expecting to get men behind the ball, shut Leicester out, frustrators and, and try and hold on to one all uh, for as long as possible. And then obviously potentially spring a surprise like they did in the first half. Leicester didn't allow it. And that was brilliant. And like I said, like you said, even though it was rolling back at the time, it wasn't that long ago we were seeing this from Leicester. So it was really good, you know, to see that. So to see us get straight at them and, and within three minutes, the, the game was open up. Ran yeah. this game and went out the window, and it was nice to see someone else's team plan go out the window <laughs> after three minutes and not hours. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it was it was the messiest goal I think we'll probably score in a long, long time. But it doesn't matter. It doesn't no. matter. It, it, hey, it, mate, how many times have we been sat here on Twitter saying it'll come off a butt cheek or a gust of yeah. wind? We're not asked to not, oh, no. But you could see what Randers were doing. They'd come out. There was literally they'd, they'd borrowed the bus off Josie. You know, and they were parking it. And they were getting everybody behind the ball, so that really did then open the go it up. And I didn't care how. I mean, I've got to give again absolute credit to Barnes the turn in the box oh. that he, that he did, uh, and then still have you know the the know how to, and the 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 the, the sight to, to basically kick it in the net. Great game from uh, from Harvey again. Yeah, it was. And, you know, we need we, – this is the thing, though. But Harvey Barnes has reached that age and, and that time in his career at Leicester where it's now the eyes are on him to he, – he, it sounds strange, but in this day and age now, 20, 23, 24, you're no longer uh, a young protégé. You're now not the completed article. Obviously, he's still 
many years he'll learn because of his age now. But he's now at the point where the expectation is sort of more on him, if that makes sense. Like for the last few years when he's been growing and developing in the squad, we've been going, he needs to work on this week, you know, and we've yeah. let him grow and develop. And obviously, again, he's still going to do that over the next coming seasons with Leicester. But now that expectation for it to be more at a consistent level, and it's good to see because these performances are what are going to keep him in this team. And, and it's great to see not just from him, but also tonight. And I know we'll get on to later, but certain Kieran Dewsbury Hall, who, who just keeps doing it every week, it's just showing because we got you got to remember he's not a twenty one year old like people might have mistaken him for because he's only just got into the team. He's twenty four, mm. so he, I think he's actually older than Barnes in that respect. I could yeah. I could be wrong, yeah. but yeah. it's great to see that these youngsters um, in their early twenties are coming in and putting in a performance that doesn't look out of place in any competition because they don't look out of place when they're playing no. like this. No. I mean, you know, we've seen that last season with Luke Thomas in the Europa League, you know. They, they don't have the fear. Um, and they have, because they haven't got the fear, they'll try things that maybe some of these sort of older yeah. older players won't. Um, you, mean like, you mean like that absolute ball of, of a finish by Luke Thomas against Manchester United? That was the one. That was the one. Yeah. <laughs> I thought I'd just get that out there because I, uh, I know there's a few listening. I, I, I'll chip it over. You nod it in there, mate. Yeah, that's <laughs> it. Mate. Teamwork. And then, so that was 2-1 up. It meant that Randers had to come out. Um, yeah. I suppose because of it being Randers and they'd only got, say, one win in eight away from home and that was against an Andorran team, I kind of felt confident at that point. But then, as we kept, I kept looking at my son and he kept looking at me and we just kept going, yeah, Leicester. <laughs> so we were never yeah. quite getting too excited. Um, and then Dakar... I've got to be honest with you, he did well because it was kind of a little bit behind him. Yeah. It took, I think it took BT about three attempts to try and find a camera that was in line with it. Uh, it was offside. I'm going to be honest with you. Was it? Okay. Yeah. I, my, yeah. my, my version yeah. of it, I didn't get, I, I, yeah. I didn't see it. I didn't see it. Yeah. Um, uh, Rene, you keep asking about Fafana. I have no news other than what's on the on the main mate. He's so, back in uh, training. He'll be back in training tomorrow. You know, you know. He's but, back in training tomorrow. Um, with the lads, I, know, I know you want him back as soon as possible. <laughs> we all do, but I, I haven't got any yeah. more news. But no, he yeah. was. But then again, I'm thinking, do you know what? It's about time we had a bit of bloody luck because yeah. we yeah. had the luck of you know the you know where does an arm. Uh, end and a shoulder starts sort a of look, you know. Yeah, um, yeah definitely. It, it's not come back in the spades that we've not had the look in, but um, it, <laughs> I say, and I'm glad he got his goal because I think he deserved. I think he, you know all, the audience that played well, but you know yeah. I think Dakin knew he was coming off, and I was glad he got his goal before he went off. Yeah, and I think you could say that about every goal scorer tonight. I think indeed he's sometimes a bit of the unsung hero, and we we normally yeah. say you know we normally say it's a good job that we're not hearing indeed because we know what he's doing when when we do hear him is it's indeed on the ball and he's he's laid it off. You know what I mean? And yeah. he's done his job. He's he's cleared up the mess. He's laid it off. That's all you need to hear from Ndidi. So him getting the goal, Barnes getting the goal was brilliant. Obviously, Kieran Dewsbury Hall very much deserved his mm -hmm. goal. And, and, and Dakar just to keep that tally nicely ticking over, you know, keeping his confidence. He's, he's still getting some, you know, he's got a decent games to goals record for us. So it, it was a win all round for Leicester, quite literally. Yeah. It was yeah. a win all round. Um, 
I mean, in, you talk about NDD getting his goal. I mean, come on, Villa. You think you're going to get him for 50 million? <laughs> <laughs> it's adorable that Villa think he'll go to it. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Villa think he Oh, Villa, you cracked me up. Oh, Stephen Gerrard, you cracked me up. You actually think Embiid's got no brains and would drop down to like mid? Oh, that's adorable, Stephen Gerrard. That's adorable. Any Villa fan out here watching this, I think you're going to get Embiid for fifty minutes. If he's going to go anywhere, Villa, it won't be to you. It'll be to a Championship team. Um, But uh, that you just said before, Kieran Dewsbury Hall, absolutely. (laughs) Absolutely. I, I, I thought you'd read the news. I thought you knew that. Oh, mate, I thought it was Donald Trump. I thought, it's fake news. It's fake news. It's not real. It's fake news. The fact that you've actually announced it, like, oh, that's adorable. Yes. Oh, oh, sorry, mate. I'll compose myself. No, 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 no. I, I, I will give you a bit of a warning here, everybody. A five-minute warning. Doug is in the chat. And we are having a little bit of a battle here if we are going into each other's chat and dropping jokes in there. Um, no, no, so that joke f- central incoming. Yeah, I'll, I'll give you a warning on that one. Um, Kieran Dewsby Hall, great performance, absolutely. My, my son was saying, for God's sake, get him off and rest him for Wolves. Get him off, give him a rest. He's run over. But he was everywhere, wasn't he? Yeah. Uh, I mean, I, I know we've been saying this especially over the last couple of years quite quite a lot but you know what we developed from within our own academy is absolutely fantastic you know that is the pinnacle of Leicester if you ever want a player to come through your academy and literally bleed the colour of your team I, I don't care if it's overhyped I don't care if people are going to say to me oh Brad it's only seven, eight, nine appearances whatever kid's a future captain Mm. And I want that as my captain. The passion he shows, the way he plays the game, he doesn't. He doesn't even do anything reckless. And the, and the mistakes he makes are very minute. And he, he's so professional. I know he's a few years older than people maybe thought he was. You know, so maybe you can understand that he's got a bit more of a mature brain about him. But the fact that, you know, I've always said, you can have a bit of a bit of confidence in yourself, and you can have a nice sort of arrogance about yourself but he came with the impression this season this is it I am not getting shipped out on loan I'm not fading off into the darkness of, a, of being picked up by a by a, a club outside the Premier League I'm making my statement I want to play for my boyhood club and I'm damn well doing it this season and Rogers has reaped the benefits you know yeah. Rogers take a take take a it's flat. You, you picked him out. You saw what he was capable of. You told him you'd give him his chance. And fair play to both of them because he's grabbed it with both hands and, and he's been absolutely phenomenal. Yeah. Um, Doug, congratulations on taking the bacon home tonight. Oh, that's a sizzler, isn't it? I mean, Doug, oh, it come on. Come I on. mean, it's a real port scratching, that joke, isn't it? Yes, if you're scratching something, I'm not exactly sure what it was. Um, <laughs> let's have a look at the stats. I, I can only follow a bad joke like that. With I haven't even got one to come back to you with, uh, Doug, at the moment. Let me think. There's the stats. Um, I mean, 
it, it kind of sums the game up, doesn't it? 24 shots for myself, 63% on target. And we know, I mean, it was nice to see that they were on target. Um, because yeah. they say their goalkeeper was their man of the match for me. Um, four on uh, shots for them with only two on target. Unfortunately, of course, one of those went under Casper. Uh, but you look, you know, the passes would were, were double, the touches were nearly double. Um, it, but again, you, you've got to say. And it's easy to say this in hindsight when you've won a game, but it is what you would expect. Yeah, on paper, it's what you would have expected. But there was probably, you know, the vast majority of Leicester fans that would have taken 10 shots, three on target and a 2-0 win as long as we just didn't really lose or whatever. So, yeah. again, it was, you know, to kind of transition back to what seems to be, you know, another, another break in Roger's stubbornness is... Yes, again, people will come out there and say it's only Randers who are fifth in the Danish Super League. Again, I will then turn around to you and say Chelsea couldn't be, beat, beat a team that couldn't make up the mind on who they want to be called. So, um, you know, at the end of the day, 24 shots. Again, like you said, it could have been 24 shots from the edge of the box and we only ended up with six on target. The fact that we've got well over half that percentage on target, we've dominated the game. And, and for, the, for the first time, in a very long time, we have lived up to the billing on paper. Leicester were completely dominant, completely controlled, minus a hiccup before half-time, completely ran the show. And look, we need it. We needed it. So let's not make this a one-off again. You know what I mean? Let, let's make sure now this is the platform we have set ourselves. And I'm hoping that platform technically started in that second half against West Ham. Mm. Definitely, definitely. Uh, thanks, Renny, for coming on. Uh, yeah, he yeah, says, great everybody. stream. He's off to get some sleep. Sounds like an excellent idea. Um, and and oh, here's, now here's the jokes of the round, obviously. Celtic losing 3-1 <laughs> and Rangers battering Dortmund. I tell you what, though, I mean, I know you're good with your jokes, Doug, but I've actually, I'm hoping, I'm hoping to have a joke book coming out soon. I, I, really, I shouldn't have eaten it, I suppose, but there we go. Oh, <laughs> God. It's got worse and worse. <laughs> it's Dougie drags me down to yeah. his level. Yeah, it's um, like, but when I tried to release a book on boulders, but uh, and I got it out on the Amazon River, but it just it just sunk. Yeah. There's a quality drop for you. I'll, I'll get myself out there. <laughs> you're gonna you're gonna become just as bad as us, mate. Just as bad as us. Um, right. Um, Keith, good evening. How are you? Celtic were really poor. Uh, it's just it's just funny to be honest with Standard you. Standard Celtic. Yeah. You know? Um, are we having a a Brad's board tonight? Um, yeah, you can do it. Be a bit brief. Um, I was in between the stream and the radio to be honest with you, so. But I'm I'm quite intrigued to talk about uh, a good win and see where we got it right today. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Mike's saying he's still going to get your board out for the game. Having said that, with Mike, you never know what he means and what it's a double well, entendre yeah. for, do you? Yeah, you know. I never know with Mike. <laughs> Whilst you prepare your board, let's have a look um, at the the the, um, uh, the the ratings and the man of the match from Alan yeah. here because um, he went for seven for the manager. Uh, and seven for the team. Um, I think if we've been playing 
uh, a Manchester United or a Chelsea, something like that, and we'd put that performance in, they may have got, may have got higher. But I think it's it's basically it, it's fair enough. His man of the match, and and we've said that ourselves, haven't we? That uh, Dewsbury Hall, um, see no reason why. He, he shouldn't get it. He did want to give a special mention, as we have, to Vestergaard. But I think, I think, uh, I think Dewsbury Hall. He's just, he's just, he, 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 he can't just stand with the ball. He's got to run forward. He's got to attack. And like I say, that second half against West Ham, the understanding he had with Harvey Barnes again, who had a. Um, I mean, well, that's it all the way around. There is one player I want to speak to you about afterwards, Brad. Remind me uh, who I think. Probably didn't have the best of games, but let's say it is now time for this Brad's tactical analysis. And I think while we have this, I really think we maybe should we have some Babe Station music? Oh, yeah, some classic Babe Station. Well, I didn't know this, but everybody was informing me in the chat yesterday. So we obviously got a lot of we we, we appeal to the Babe Station audience here. Yeah, <laughs> they all knew it. Okay, uh, quick five for you then, and over to you, Brad. Cheers, Chris. Well, I hope you can all see that. No, Chris, remove my tag off the bottom for it, so you can move that forward defender out of the way, so everybody can see. If you can. If not, you'll have to imagine you can see that one. But where did Leicester get things right today? Well, as Les, as I've already pointed out with Chris and we spoke about it, what they managed to get right was that Leicester were very aggressive and outgoing from the off. If I can try and get this up so you can all see what I'm doing instead of seeing my giant hand in the way. Doesn't want to do well, there you go, that's better, isn't it? So Leicester did it, but they also did it with a nice unique shape. Uh, and that was in the sense it was 4-3-3. Um considering the fact that we didn't have any naturally fit uh, wing-backs available. I was quite glad that we didn't uh, submerge ourselves in a 3-5-2 um, going forward. So, not only did we have the right shape for the manner, but we also had very keen, keen, uh, keen interests of point. And this is the first two I'm going to look at. Mr. Vestergaard and Daniel Amati. One's been very solid for us, uh, and one probably well, did have his best performance for us and got a lot for it tonight. And this is how I like Leicester to be sitting up. Leicester, when they go on a high line press, do a hell of a lot better when their wing backs are in level pressing up the field together and there's, and there's two centre back pairings sit slightly deeper. Not too far back as we have seen them before, but just just about three, three, three yards away behind the play of the wing backs. Um, and what that allowed them to do is what you may have noticed them to do today. And I'll give this a sort of clear example. Is if they had the ball, uh, if he had the ball, they were able to not only receive it on a recycled pass from say, a, um, a Wilfred Ndidi, who was obviously the main pivot man in, in the central defensive uh, midfield tonight. So even if they had to recycle and quickly lay the ball back to drag Randers out, it allowed them, and they played some superb balls out of the back, so, namely from this man. Mr. Mr. JV here. I'll make sure he's well established tonight. Mr. Yannick Vestergaard. They were to play some Johnny Evans. Yeah, you all remember him on the injury list, but he's the man that we normally rely on to do this. But they played some really nice in-depth passes. And what that actually did for Leicester, yeah, I know it might feel like it was 100 years ago, but honestly, they used to do this with the man in question, um, you know, when Evans was in the back line. 
And by end up playing that back line, what it also meant is the likes of Ndidi and Dewsbury Hall and James Madison could get forward and they could get forward a lot more quicker because the ball was either already at our most advanced three-line midfield in James Madison or it was out wide to Harvey Barnes and Lutman, or even better, it was played directly so far forward that Pats and Dacker was in the in the opposition box. And what that meant is, as soon as these two uh, covering midfielders realised that the ball was going long, sent up by Vestergaard or Martin, uh, 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 you know that Old Brighton uh, could hold hold it on the left, and Martin could hold it on the right. Sorry, I'm pairing them. And then Dewsbury Hall and could also join the attack. And it meant Leicester were very far forward. And before Rangers had a chance to kind of cut it out, Leicester got in between the spaces. And I'd say the spaces for them today came in that area and that area. And that's where Rangers left a lot of gaps open for Leicester on the left and right of the midfield. And that's where we were able to really exploit them going forward. And... Playing that way catches a lot of teams out because it was the perfect mix tonight of probably both tactics. I know I may guess to be a little harsh and what you say is completely disbanding his own methods, but that is exactly how you get the perfect combination of both. Because what it does is it puts Leicester instantly on the front foot, and if they recognise that that ball's going to go before before a Randers player, who will probably be here, and 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 unless a slow intricate build at playing over over the last half the season would have had all day long to slowly track back and put pressure on Jews because he has to come short and so on to not at two yards in front and then Leicester have all of a sudden turn around and face and probably four Randers players. That wasn't the case tonight because the movement was done so quickly that even if Dewsbury Hall did come short, get the ball and play it back, he was turning and gone. Dewsbury Hall was gone and on the attack. So that opened up the play, all of a sudden, Randers players were left exposed, it left gaps in behind, and Leicester played the ball over the top. And, and that's exactly how it worked tonight. It was Leicester of old, as we say, but it was done so well. And it's all pivotal, really, the main focus should be on the job that Leicester haven't done for a while, but did. And now again, it was that defensive view. Leicester got caught out against West Ham, as you remember, by playing a very direct, but a very rigid high line and I did point that out in in the last thing in the last um, tactical board against West Ham and that's where we got caught out of the goal and although tonight we conceded by a slip from Albrighton and a combination of other things we never looked like conceding again because we kept that defensive view so instead of having a rigid back line to pass the ball across 650 times we got the ball we either went forward with it or we dragged them out passed it ball and got in behind the ball over the top and that, Chris, is exactly why Leicester won the game today. They absolutely dragged Randers all over the pitch and, and did it, did it, well, the Leicester way, as such, that's been missing for a few weeks. Do, do you know what scares me? That one day you are going to draw something on there 
without knowing what it looks like rather rude yes i do think about that mate i do think about it but my my main concern as long as people can understand what i'm saying and and, and a a couple a couple of times i must admit i looked at what you were doing there and i thought oh (laughs) but thankfully it didn't go all that way um as as media man says here get that man a whiteboard uh, eraser (laughs) i know it came with one mate and i might as well i might as well add it to the basket yeah. Or even a tissue. <laughs> I mean, I mean, Mike will tell you it's amazing what you can wipe away with a tissue. Um, yeah, well, I don't, I don't need Mike's etiquette on tissue uses after his quiz. <laughs> now I said, Brad loves the tactic board uh, and his whiteboard at school and his wee felt tip pen. Um, um, need your message? Wait, what is at the bottom of the screen? I can't possibly say. Um, but uh, he does say he loves a bit of Brad Station. Well, I'm not saying anything to that. I'm not saying anything. No, no, do not. But, but please call that number because it all comes towards Leicester till I die, and it keeps the uh, keeps the station going. And it's only forty nine ninety nine a minute, so it's really good yeah. value for money. What do you think yeah. of the team ratings from uh, from Alan? Seven and seven. I think a seven's a fair. Um, you, you have to take everything in account at the end of the day. Uh, it kind of, I know it sounds a bit trying to put a damper on the evening, but you can't get too excited and carried away and go, oh, well, you know, eight, eights and eights then should be around because we've got a comprehensive win. Um, you know, there was, that, there was a few nervy moments. You could definitely sense it in the crowd, especially at half time. Mm. And, we, we, we were in our own demise in the first half because we, we were a bit wasteful. So we learned it, it had the odd nervy moment in the first half. Not from Randers themselves, but probably more thinking, oh, is this going to be one of them games where we're looking at the stats and funnily enough, we're talking about 24 chances, but only three or four on target. But luckily the conversion rate was kept up well throughout and, and did, a, did a great job. So yeah, I'm, I'm very happy with seven. I don't think it's yeah. a. I don't think it's an eight performance given the scale of the difference between two teams on paper and and clearly on performance wise. Um, but yeah, sevens are fine. And was it ever in doubt the man of the match the way he played tonight? I don't yeah. think it was. Yeah. I mean, I, I understand yeah. the other mention for Vestergaard, which is great. But yeah, yeah man of the match wise, with with it was without a doubt. Yeah. One plan. I'm not. <laughs> Yeah, you say when you have a result like that, it's hard to sort of criticise anybody. But one player that I thought was maybe just off, he didn't have a bad game, but maybe was just off the pace a little bit and, and should have done better with, with what was given to him. And that, that was Luckman. Um, yeah, he, he, he did look a little bit off at, at times. Um, but I, I think you're entitled to him. I still don't understand why some fans don't seem so keen on him. Uh, but you know, for the majority of his time on loan, he's done really well. He, he's he's impressed me. I'm very impressed by him. He's definitely one I've been an advocate of saying that he's he, he's a summer move. We need to make sure is is done. Um, and and to be honest with you, he could have scored tonight. He could have got yeah. on the score sheet. Um, I could be wrong, but and then we won't be saying I wouldn't be saying this. Do you know what? that's the exactly. I mean, it was a great run by by Nacho and um, got uh, got crossing over and 
I think that's where you, that's the sort of course you did want Vestergaard on the end for because he would have got over it. But I think Luckman, yeah. unfortunately, was, was was under it. But hey, I can yeah. say that it, it's it's a minor dot on an otherwise. Well, I, th- I think it's yeah. the sort of thing you say is they did the job. They did what yeah. was needed and, of them, and they did the job. And, and to be fair, it probably says a lot about his recent performances when we're talking about a performance that could have still resulted in a goal, and that probably yeah. says that Leicester fans are coming to expect him from Lutman, which is a good thing. It's only yeah. good, you know, in in a way, if he if he if he maybe sees, or I, I doubt he does, but if he does see, I wouldn't say negative, but if he sees common going. Lutman was on his usual best tonight. He may have to look at that in a reflective light and go, well, they're not saying that I'm bad or terrible. They're not insulting me. What it's nice to know that they they know I'm capable of a lot better. So I I, I know I know that myself. And you know, it's all about how it's taken. I'm sure he won't yeah. pay any attention and in that. Um I, I and I don't really want to do this, Chris, and I know it's not the thing you want to do, but um was it worth it to the idiot that came on the pitch? Okay. <laughs> I know we don't like to give news to it, but just in case yeah. anyone wasn't aware or didn't see it. Um, well, my, my son actually turned around and said, oh, God, back. Dad, a streaker on the pitch. And thought, oh, Eric Rowe's back. Um, but for those of a certain age, you'll remember Eric Rowe. She had a couple of good things about her, but I can't possibly say what they were. But, um, yeah, I mean, why why do people do this? You know, he's going to get a lifetime ban now and... Like you say, is it worth it? No. You know. But hey, it's it's one more it's one more person that nobody wants to see in football and it's going to football. Right. If you're an idiot like that and you can do something like that. I mean Let's the say, only people the only people who can sort of I don't want to even say justify it to is if you just got a ticket for the sake of getting a ticket and you want your five minutes of fame and you've got nothing to do yeah. with the club. I mean I, I am hoping it's a ticket. I'm hoping it's a season ticket holder because it releases one more season ticket to proper yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you. Uh, I'm going to finish with this question for you Wolves on Sunday I was a little bit worried about that game And maybe I'm not quite as worried now What are your feelings following what we've just done uh, About Wolves I mean I mean it, the, the lads would definitely take a bit more confidence into it um, I think if they play that defensive shape Where they don't go so rigid when they hold that high line and we do allow the centre-backs just to drop off a few yards so we can play them balls over the top. Uh, we can do it. My obviously concern is we still won't have... I mean, I don't know the state of um, Thomas's injury or whatever his reason for not playing tonight is. Can anyone? Act, can you confirm that for me? Because I still don't know what happened with Thomas and why he wasn't picked for tonight or why he no. couldn't play. Um, we still, but to my knowledge... Yes, I know Amarty technically can't play on that right, but we won't have our out-and-out right and left-back choices for the game, which is a little bit concerned because Wolves, oh, no, wait, they sold their oil franchise man, didn't they? Yes. So yeah. they won't yeah. have him running at us, but they'll still have, they still have a very, very um, envious attack. Team. They still a dangerous are. team. So the concerns are still going to be there in terms of, you know, corners and that. Um, mm. Obviously, it's a different calibre of teams tonight's opposition. Um but I'm more confident with how they've gone about doing the business tonight and how we've performed tonight to think that we've got more of a chance of getting a win or yeah. or at least a point out of the game. Because let's not forget, Molyneux has always been a horrible hunting ground for us. 
Um, so I, I'm more positive about a result for us than I it probably could, it was could be another four three. God, I hope not. But, hey, I, I tell you what, they've had two of them. They can sod off if, if there's only four threes happening to us. <laughs> yeah, I tell, you what, I, call I tell you what, I call it now. If it ends four three to Leicester, Vestergaard scoring the winner. <laughs> oh, god, hey, then he still wouldn't get the credit. No, <laughs> no. Brad, thank you so much, young man. Uh, thank you for coming on. It's nice to talk about a win for a change. Uh, yes, let's hope we're doing the same on Sunday post-match uh, then as well. Thanks very much, mate. Yeah. Take, no care. Take care. Take care. Media's going 2-2. Funnily enough, media man, that's what I went for. I went for a draw as well. Um I'm going to leave you with this. If you've been watching, thank you so much. If you haven't already, smash the likes, please. And also... Um, subscribe to the channel on youtube lest this lie die tv and if you are listening to this on any of the podcast platforms including amazon um apple itunes google spotify and podcast addict thank you so much for listening that just goes from strength to strength thank you very much indeed um anthony says big up guys did a stream on leicester tonight did you thought our ears were burning <laughs> and uh Media man, thank you very much, sir. Means a lot when when uh, you get compliments. Uh, great stream, mate. Thank you so much. I'm glad you enjoyed it. Um, we're going to be back uh, tomorrow at seven o'clock with Scott. We're going to have the preview show for the Wolves game. Because uh, these games are coming quick and fast, we've got a weekend off soon because we should have been playing Chelsea, and of course, there in the the uh, whatever cup it is these days, Caribou Cup, I think it is. And then 9 o'clock on Turf's Moor show uh, at 9 o'clock. And then I say on, obviously, post-match on the Sunday. I'm going to leave you with this. Um, and I've forgotten what I was going to leave you with. <laughs> if you're thinking about inventing, because I'm, I'm not working at the moment, so I've been thinking of inventing. I actually... I actually invented the cold air balloon. I, yeah, problem was, didn't really take off. Good night. Leicester Till I Die podcasts on the Apple iTunes, Spotify, Google, Anchor, and all podcast platforms. The Leicester Till I Die shop is now open. For all your Leicester Till I Die merchandise, visit the Leicester Till I Die shop at our website. Thanks for watching Lester Till I Die. This is Chris saying goodbye and see you next time. Sports Social Podcast Network. It's the 90th minute.
or your mates around. You've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Your mates already got booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Order delivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? A participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.